Welcome to First and Fifteen, the show that takes you around the UK flag football scene. Sponsored by Nuola, your customised sportswear supplier. So there we have, the, the, we're now on the first episode of the Outlaw season. We have been, uh, I've been trawling through your YouTube channel, pinching as many highlights as I could there. I managed to get one of you in there. I even managed to get one of Pod, which is a rare thing. <laughs> I have to admit that. That was, a, that was a good intro. I like that. <laughs> but so I, I will explain that the reason that we currently have the... Uh, I'm, I'm not too sure what the opposite of a bird's eye view is. But that's the view we have for Pod today. He's currently driving back from Exeter, I think it is. Yeah. Obviously, I'm not too sure on the health and safety side of this thing. So please, please I'm do not contact me on this. I'm obeying every, every road rule. And you will, you will hear indicators and stuff. So just to prove I'm actually using the <laughs> driving properly. <laughs> Hi. He's going for the, the Jordan Meekly outlook on how to record an episode. Yeah, hashtag yes. don't, don't podcast and drive. Yeah. So, hashtag my hero. Out, yeah. Outlaw season, yeah, it's it's coming up. We're, what, two weeks away now from, from the first game. And obviously, last season was slightly cut short for you guys, but you did manage to get a few of the games in and. So, how, how did you manage to get through last season? Uh, it it was it was tough. Um, we we originally started off with 20, 20 odd teams um, with a northern division and a uh, and a south division. Obviously, COVID COVID hit, which uh, which scuppered our plans um, and pushed us back to sort of September time. Um, we were reduced severely um, to sort of a almost a, a local tournament in uh if you can call it that um with six teams um we were split over two locations um which was uh which was difficult in itself i found myself sort of uh attending one in the one in the morning um and then playing in the afternoon um so it was um yeah so it was you know we had we made sure it was you know covid secure following the rules of 30 per pitch for per half a pitch sorry um and uh yeah you know short shorter game days um reduced squad numbers as well um which was uh, which was interesting um but we we managed to um you know get through uh four game days including the finals day which was like a you know which was I don't know a two hour, two hour, if that um, stint. Um, so yeah, it was you know it's it's not the same as our usual products, but um, it was it was nice to get some some football played nonetheless. So the the main uh, the, the main outcome would have been the the winners of this one. Who actually went through and who managed to? Any big surprises in, in all the games? Yeah, to be honest with you, it it was uh, it, it was a big surprise. So so we had um, so we had six teams. And the Coventry Panthers started up the season. Um, they ended up um, dropping dropping out um, after the first week, um, which left sort of five teams. Uh, we had um, we had a good sort of semi two. The two semi final matches were uh, between the Mercia Tigers and the Executioners. Well, the executioners of the gunslingers, um, and then we had the the OFL Raptors versus the OFL Nighthawks. Uh, both both games were one score game, um, which um, which was you know which was pretty good to be fair. And then the final was sort of even better really. Um, and then the Nighthawks came out on top, 
2019, um, which is um, well, essentially the yeah the Nighthawks are the uh, were the Bedford Blackhawks, um, and um, yeah they they walked home with a prize as the as the fourth seed. Um, so yeah, some um, Jed Parisi won um, out, Outlaw Bowl MVP, but you know really really good performance from them on on the finals day. I think it was quite nice because it was uh, you know you only had to come in and play two games a semi-final and a final uh because obviously you know we're trying to keep the, the day down to a minimum so it was um you know i think it probably suit, suited them to be fair so yeah i mean jed is obviously uh hopefully be listening to this one he's also doing my sec coverage for this year so i'll, I'll bring that up in the next episode for him yeah. I'm sure be a bit of a reminder for him yeah no um yeah really uh you know it was uh it, you know it was a different season, but um, enjoyable nonetheless. You know, we <laughs> we played in masks. Um, you know, to sort of add to the to, to well to the protection element of it. Uh, we did temperature checks. We did uh, COVID, que- you know, screening questionnaires, game days, uh, game day mornings. Um, so yeah, I think um, yeah, I'm pleased with how it went, considering this, you know, the circumstances. I mean, it was always a difficult, going to be a difficult yeah. thing. I, mean, I attended the first one with the Panthers for that one, and it was, yeah, everyone was spread out, and it was quite well run on that side. But looking for the future of this one, obviously, it's, it's a slightly smaller season for you guys. Normally, you, you like you said, you've had before, you've had like the Northern League and the Southern League, yeah. And you, you decided this year you're going to focus purely on what would be the Southern League, but basically, it's OFL. What for you guys? Yeah, I think obviously we we um, we're sort of hamstrung really with uh, you know at the start of the pandemic, never thought that we would get to to May and we twenty twenty one and we'd still be in it. Um, obviously, the the condensed calendar for the Baffa League and the juniors um, has has severely sort of hampered our our opportunities to recruit teams this year. Um, Luckily, you know, there's there's teams that haven't entered the National League this year, which is, um, you know, which has given us a field of eight teams, all fairly local to Northampton as well, which is which is obviously ideal. Um, but yeah, so you know, um, although it, although it's only a sort of an eight eighteen fourteen game season, um, I think it's I think it's going to be an enjoyable one. Um, and then obviously on on the back end of the season we're going to be hosting two one day tournaments as well um so the teams that missed out from the northern division last year um will be playing in the king of the north cup um september the 26th and then there's the teams that missed out uh last year from the south um there's a 16 team tournament um in northampton on the 26th of september uh for the ofl cup so, so that will give sort of the teams that are playing in Baffa, which can't play in this, um, the, the sort of opportunity to play OFL football as well um, in 2021. I mean, obviously, the, the big difference between OFL and Baffa is always going to be the throw-offs, which as much as the uh, I mentioned it in the Raccoons chat group and it kind of, it didn't go down too well, but they're staying in here that... I mean, it, and then I mean the bullet blitz. Are... I love them. I love them. Pod loves it. Pod never, I don't think you have actually done I love one a, yet. Have you, I, love a throw. I did. I, I didn't get very far. Like, like. 
<laughs> I wasn't expecting to. I just love them for the, the bit we do, isn't it? So. Yeah, the, the raccoons now have a tradition of lining up along the sideline at a guess of where you think your teammate or the other, other team is going to get to. And it, it's one of those ones, it, it brings the team together in a way, but it, it splits the team as well because you, know, you, you normally get some personal stand at the five-yard line. You're not going to make it anywhere. Yeah, usually, yeah. That's probably when I do it. Yeah. But yeah, so I, mean, I, I love the thralls, and I'm hoping that they stay there. So when, when you said they're bringing it back, well, they're staying in, more than happy. The slightly confusing fifth down has gone. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that was. Uh... I'd kind of, I'd kind of dug my own grave with that one. In uh, every year, I'd brought something new into into the fold, and uh, I thought, what can I do this year to, you know, to change it up? And, and I've always wanted to get sort of uh, field goals uh, in in the mix, um, but you know, it's it's a, that's a difficult one in flag. Um, but yeah, and it, the fifth down, I don't know where I even got, I, I don't know where it come up from, but um, let's just say it didn't go. I think there was a bit of miscommunication on the sort of the rules behind it. The week, I, the first week, I wasn't there um, on the game day, and then it kind of just uh, fell apart from there. And uh, yeah, that one will be uh, in the recycling bin uh, and, just, and stay in there for forever. I think. So let's try and go quickly through some of the teams. It, it wasn't that bad, was it? It just needed. Yeah, need, probably need a bit more fine tuning, really. And I think over the the three locations as well at yeah, the time, yeah. we had two two locations in the south, um, one in the north, and uh, I think there was a different different rule for each location for it. To be honest, well, I think I think we had different rules because I'm obviously like each most OFL game days have three pitches. I think we had different rules depending on what pitcher on who refereed. <laughs> Who refereed the last game just in case they had a different interpretation of it? Yeah. So, yeah, it, it's it, it was an idea. It didn't quite work. But yeah, you got yeah, you got to try these things. You have, yeah. You, you know, you don't buy a lottery ticket. <laughs> but let's go through the teams. We're going to start with your guys. We're going to start with the outlaws. Any anything new and different? Anything gone? Anything uh, exciting yeah. and changed? Well, I mean, I, I could go on for a couple of hours, to be honest, of where we are currently. Um, not positive, unfortunately. Um, you know, we we struggled last season. Um, obviously, we 2019 was, you know, we, we finished second in the national championship, um, losing out to Western Supers. And then from there, we, we just lost, uh, we sort of hemorrhaged players, really. Um, and uh, Northamptonshire seems to be saturated at the minute um, for for teams. Um, so the recruitment side of things is, has been very very slow. Um, we currently have four players training, um, um, and we have we have had four players training since um, since we lost the the, uh, the final of the um, national championship. So. Obviously, with COVID in between, but say 18, well, nearly two years now, um, where we've only had four players to train in. So, um, but we managed to we managed to get to the semi-final last year and narrowly lose out to the Tigers. Um, and so, yeah, we it, we've uh, we're, we're trying our best to to recruit some of the retirees and uh, sort of the the riff raff to try and 
get us at least seven or eight players. Um, so yeah, we. <laughs> Um, but no, I'm, I'm hopeful. Um, we've still got uh, myself and Nathan. Um, you know, I, I suppose we're we're classed as veterans now. Um, <laughs> I'm sure Pod will laugh at that. <laughs> uh, we've we've got nowhere near the amount of experience as, as Pod, but uh, we're we're uh, this is our eighth season together, um, and we've managed to recruit uh, a young lad as well who, who won Rookie of the Year. Uh, in 2020, um, so that's a positive sign, and he brings the average age of the, of the squad, uh, or the four of us, severely down. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, so from from, from the Gunsinger side, we're you know it's going to be a tough tough week one. Uh, we we play four games back to back, but yeah, we're we're ready for it. I mean, that's where you want the Nathan Cole's coaching side to come in and. Work on your fitness, and you know you'd be running around the pitch for hours. You'd be sorted on that one. So, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll take Everton's one. Um, we, we played them last week in a friendly game. They're, they were they were like yourselves. They were lacking in numbers. I think they had about seven or eight players, which for, I mean, for you that that sounds like a dream come true, really. But <laughs> that would be ideal. <laughs> they they were a well drilled squad. We beat them twice, but it was. I think like six points, seven points per game, something. But yeah, they they could it be a good like one. Eight, eighteen points, mate. We beat them by about eighteen <laughs> this is, this is in the first one. The second one was twelve. <laughs> okay, I, I'm completely wrong. We, we hammered them. But you're right. It's really close. Well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, they, we, we had weirdest thing, didn't we? Though, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we, I think we, we, turned we just up. had the weirdest thing because we had so many players, didn't we? So it was weird. I think we turned up with 18 players or something, which <laughs> we're, we're like yourselves. We, we normally turn up with like seven and things We've like that. We've never seen that. Yeah. No, it was a weird sight. But never I mean, look, looking at the um, the combined bit of it, like the Pistons and the Panthers, obviously there was a split at uh, the end of last season. The Panthers and the Pistons have split into two separate teams. And normally, Look at the quarterback. They've got the slightly more experienced in that like, in that position. Neither of them got a quarterback, or the, the starting quarterback from last year, which was Tom Whale, who's now stepped away from the sport. So you've got a two squads halved and got a quarterback. So that yeah. one could be. An... Yeah, the Pan... I think the Panthers have got Frank at QB this year. So yeah, I know he's coming back. He's coming back from an injury as well, isn't he? In his is it his thumb or his finger? Also, I don't know which one. Yeah, he broke that in a friendly game against the Cougars. I think he was just going for a, a tackle and snapped it, and that was it. So he's yeah. been out for a bit. I mean, obviously, most people have been out for a bit with COVID, but <laughs> I mean, it's but it's a perfect time if you're going to get injured. Last year, it was the perfect time really for recovery. <laughs> I mean, I, it was I, don't, I don't know if you but... want to talk about the raccoons. Oh. Yeah, um, we've we've at the moment we're typical of what we always are. We have no idea, do we? We we've been training, we've had some reasonable numbers, and then suddenly we've just had this influx of of guys from like all over the place, and ended up this week with eighteen players at a, at, a, at this tournament. We've never seen eighteen players in one place at one time before, um, so we've got no idea where we're playing. We've got no idea who's taking control of you know who's 
is anywhere. We don't even know who our quarterback is yet. We've got two people sort of auditioning for it. Um, but then we've also got Luke and Shad potentially doing it if they don't pan out. Um, so, yeah, we've got uh, the weirdest thing we've ever come across, really, haven't we? It's, you know, some good youth there, which is what we needed and we haven't had for a long time. Um, and, and that's going to help us. But, yeah, we, we, we're almost at hoping someone will drop out this next in the tournament and we'll just field two teams. It's, uh, <laughs> it's a nice thing to have, though, isn't it, Mark, as to so many players. Yeah, I mean, so, maybe we'll so come we're, and join we're the and push your age back up again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've got space for you. <laughs> so with with training side of things, so we're having like yeah. fourteen turning up to training. So when you have like a at a training session, five on each side plus two subs on each side as well. And I'm sorry to rub it in, but that's how that's oh, no, I'm I, It's crazy. I forgot. I forgot what that feels like. Lad, you know, uh, it's it's. Uh, it's another thing. It's another struggle with trying to recruit people when you can't actually play a game and explain the rules in training. And uh, you know, for the, the the young lad who joined us last year, um, Harrison, he, and he he spent the first sort of um, when we came back after the first lockdown, he spent just hours with Nathan running uh, running routes, and uh, it was. Uh, it was a sort of a trial by fire when he got to a game time with him and uh you know he, he took took it in his stride really well um but yeah it's uh it's just trying to trying to entice people when you uh you you look like you're a group of mates in the park just throwing a ball around or somebody who's trying to recruit themselves for your team again he, he featured in the uh the ofl video he's he's now giving you a slight compliment and i think that's a sign for a contract and everything if he, well, uh, you know, I, I mean, I suppose this would be breaking news, really. But uh, he, you know, Joe Cottrell has uh, has signed for the uh, for the Outlaw Flag Gunslingers for the twenty twenty one season. Hang on, let me let me just check my predictions for the games. Might change some of these now. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to change mine as well now. Christ. I haven't even got yours yet, so you could you could be all right. So, I mean, oh, you said right, that Southampton yeah, is it. is fairly. Uh, Dilute it, dilute the palace mainly because you've got so many teams there. One of the teams that is coming back this season is the Titans. Obviously, are they? They're still playing back for the season. So, yeah. I mean, obviously, they're going to be trying to split their team between OFL squad and a Baffer squad. It depends on which way they're going to go with this. Yeah, as I understand it, um, the the Titans white, um, so led by Adam Rabano. Um, they they will be the ones competing in the OFL, and then the Titans blue side. Um, they are they're competing in the Baffa League. Um, so that is Matt Tibbles, Sam Tibbles. Um, I think they have a, a fairly standard split now um, between between the two sides. Um, obviously, they still train together as, as I understand it. But when it comes to sort of game, they they split off into the teams. Whereas whereas previously, it always used to be sort of depth chart when when myself was there and, and Dan Archibald um, I think they're now split into two separate teams and um, I think there's been slight few changes with some people going up to the blue team um, for the new season uh, but but all, but all accounts uh, speaking to Adam um, they've got a they look like they've got a solid squad this year um, you know good good sort of um, 12 14 players so i think they um they should be coming in coming in ready i mean if they're putting the tipples in the uh in the 
in the blue squad and sending the white to OFL, that obviously means they're going all out for OFL glory this year. Then that's where they, they put <laughs> their, they put the talent in that squad. <laughs> this is the thing. This because I'm not playing this season. I could, I could say wherever I want and no, not have to deal with it on the field. But maybe slightly off the field, but yeah, that's fine. I can deal with that. <laughs> and then we have another Northampton team. Ellsworth yeah. and Raiders, the new guys to the sport. Do you know yeah. anything about these guys at all? So I, uh, I spoke to their head coach um, two days ago now. No, yesterday, actually. Um, and I don't particularly know a huge amount about them. Um, the, the news about the team came from Matt Tibbles. Um, he lives in Ellsbarton and he, he saw a, a flyer in the local shop, um, you know, about flag football. And um, I sort of did my research and dropped him a message to see if they'd be interested in, in getting some experience. Um, but yeah, they, you know, they've been going since September last year. Um, obviously haven't had a huge amount of experience because of the lockdowns. Um, you know, and I think they're, um, I think they were a bit sort of, um, you know, I said to them about joining the RFL because it's, it might be a good step up before they join the national league and the associate process. Um, but yeah, they, you know, they sound really up for it. Um, obviously I don't know what to expect from them. Um, you know, I think they're probably they're likely to have uh, you know a, a probably a mixed bag of players, but obviously not having game experience that could that could affect things until perhaps later in the season. Um, which I've kind of in my predictions, I've got them sort of coming into it a bit in the last game day. Um, but yeah, so I think um, yeah they're a bit of a, a unknown quantity at the minute. And then the last two teams to talk about. We've got the Wolves and the Steam. Let's talk about the Wolves first. You guys, I mean, we, we only played them last season at Baffa, I think, or the last season we're allowed at Baffa, when it was at the, the cross-conference game day. They were a decent squad and we lost to them. But you, you guys faced them quite frequently in the in the league in that year, didn't you? Yeah, I mean, I've got, well, sort of, this sort of leads on, but I'll, I'll, I'll go into a bit more detail when we go talk about our games of the week. Um, but... No, they're they're a very strong squad. Um, sort of offensively, they can be very very powerful. Um, but sort of equally defensively, they they're they're suffocating at times. Um, you know, they've got a lot of range in their safeties, um, and um, you know it, it's difficult to break them down. So you know, I think they're going to be a, a tough team team to beat. Um, we we were fortunate to have two of their players. Um, come and play for us on finals day um, last year. Um, it's just because we had, you know, we we didn't have the numbers and we needed needed a couple of guys, and they came in and they were they were fantastic. And um, you know, I, I think they will cause a problem uh, problem this season. But yeah, obviously, I haven't you know they won't have played since 2019. Um, I know actually no, they hosted a hosted a tournament which we won um, just before lockdown after Pirate Bowl last year, um, and um, we beat them in the final of that 14-12. Um, so yes, yeah, so it's um, yeah, but that, that was the last time they played, and um, they they do usually come with a, a, a decent sized squad as well. So. Um, I think they'll be um, a tough uh, task for the team this season. Last team is, is your other Baffer buddies, 
from the the like your only season. You got the steam. Have you uh, looking forward to play, playing those guys again? Yeah, do you know what we um, we always have some real good battles with them. Um, unfortunately for us, the last time we faced them was Pirate Bowl quarterfinals, and we lost uh, in overtime uh, in an overtime shootout to them, seven six. Um, so yeah, so but um, you know. I'll, I'll go into sort of like uh, my top teams. I've done like a power rankings, uh, but I, I do think uh, I do think the team will win it this year. Um, you know, I know I shouldn't say that against my own team, um, but I do think if they come in with with the squad they had um, in 2020, or oh, I, I think um, I think they've got a good chance of either going undefeated or. Um, my prediction for them at the minute is 13 and one on the season. So um, I think they will be the team to beat this year. Oh, so they'll, they'll be looking to prove you wrong with that one, that one loss that you've, you predicted them. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, it's, uh, I'll, I'll predict them to lose to us at least once. So, you know, <laughs> I mean, there's nothing wrong with like betting against your team, and I'm sure Pod will agree with that one. He's he's done it. I think we did it last season when it was the Baffer game days. I, I, so yeah, that that one could be a, a decent one. I mean, obviously, I know we know we know it's a swear word when it comes to the Baffer season when we mentioned insurance. But have you got pile on insurance this year? Uh, we we uh, I'm, I'm I'm waiting. I'm waiting for uh for, for Mr. Peacock, who I believe just commented. Uh, Gift, you know, gift a ceremonial pylon, um, 24 karat gold if possible. Um, and uh, <laughs> but no, I, uh, yeah, we've got uh, we've got pylon insurance just in case this year, uh, you know, re- fully refurbished as well. So we're, we're, we're ready to go. That for that one, then. Uh, so you're talking about games, let's talk about the first one we've got. I'm going to go through the list I've got in here. I'm not too sure what order they're in. I was writing them down quickly. <laughs> first one is the Raccoons versus the Pistons. Pard, we're going to go with you first. What, uh, what's your prediction for that one? If, if he's even listening. Yeah. Oh, no, he, he's going. I don't know, I don't know if it's the, the signal or if it's his hearing aid. Either one, one of them's conking out. But Jordan, what, what's your prediction? It's it's the This is worse than having Dale back from it from the last one. Yeah, it's all right. I'm back of Stratford. I think I'm out of We'll get we'll get I'll give him another go in a bit, but God, this is highly professional, isn't it? There's the person yeah. who tries to drive back from Exeter while doing a podcast. <laughs> so Pod, are you okay to hear us now? Are you you've got your hearing aid turned on? <laughs> Sorry. Raccoons versus I can Pistons. Hear. What's your prediction I can hear. for this it just one? just keeps breaking up. Raccoons. Oh. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, after the close games we had against them, yeah, I'd, I'd say the same. Jordan, I've already got your prediction for this. But you've gone the same way. Yeah, I've gone. I've gone raccoons as well. Um, yeah, I think. Um, yeah. I've got uh, I've got the raccoons as my uh, as my fourth team this year in the power rankings, and uh, I think um, I think those are going to be some big. That was my, actually my second game of the week, really. This game, I think, is going to be a 
it's going to be a close one, but I think you guys will, uh, will edge it out. Hodge, you've actually put this one down as your game of week one. Do you want to yep. stick with that one even after the lines from the last weekend? Yeah, I'm sticking with raccoons. <laughs> Mate, it's, it's really bad signal. Another couple of minutes, I'll be in Warwick and it should pick up. Sorry. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> Stratford has no civilization, no signal, so we're okay with that one. But yeah, yeah, I mean, no, I'm on, I, I, on the bypass right out. <laughs> Just in case anyone's following him in the sat nav. So, yeah, I mean, raccoons are that one. So, if we beat them twice last week in slightly short numbers, but I still think it'll be a, it should be a comfortable win for these guys. Second game we're going to go for is the Steam versus the Panthers. Jordan, what's your, your notes for this one? Uh, I mean, like I said, I've got I've got the Steam winning 13 games this year, and this this is one of them. I've actually got them going undefeated until the last game of the season. Um, so I, yeah, I, I think they're I think they're going to be too strong for for the Panthers um, week one, despite despite what uh, Dan Spencer said uh, that their training doesn't it doesn't sound as if their training went well at the weekend, but. Um, I feel like that might be reverse psychology, and uh, but yeah, I'll, 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 I think they're going to take this one. I mean, I've got the same part of got Steam versus Panthers. Have you got any predictions, or do you want me to wait till you're in the right country? <laughs> yeah, no, it should be all right now. I've got yeah, uh, Steam for me as well. I, I'm like Jordan. I don't see them get, losing more than one or two games, and uh, I think they'll pretty much wipe the floor with uh, with the Panthers. Sorry, Panthers, but I think they will. So, third game that I've got on this on the list of now is the Outlaw Gunslingers versus the New Boys, Ellsbart and Raiders. Yeah. This, this could be a baptism of fire for this season, I think, for them. Yeah, I think... Um, oh, oh, no. It was uh, just how it, how it fell, really. Um, but um, I think, obviously, for us, I think it's, it's a good start to have um, with a team. But then also it could be a negative because if they come out... And uh, you know, throw throw something we've not seen before at us. Um, you know, we we are, you know, like I said, we're not we've not tra been training properly. So you know, defensively, we could we could have a few hiccups. Um, you know, um, but yeah, I I would I think we're going to win this one. Um, so yeah. What have we got for Gunslingers versus the New Boys out out uh, Ellsbar and Raiders? Yeah, I'm, I'm the same. I just think the experience will tell. Um, and obviously, you've got a good team. And now I know about your secret weapon, then it's a, it's an absolute no-brainer, isn't it? <laughs> so, next game, again, it's you guys. It's it's the Gunslingers this time, and it's the Panthers as your opponent. Yeah, I mean, um, we, well, you know, last last season, we, we played them twice before they, they dropped out of the league. Um, and um we we won 32 nil and 26 7 um you know we we had we were sort of fairly short-handed on the day but um you know i think um i think we'll take that one to be honest um especially after coming into it from from playing the first game i think the momentum should be with us um so yes i think we'll um i think we'll take that i've got the same again 
got the experience. You may not have the numbers this season, but I think you may be able to, to beat them on that one. Pard, we're going to you. Panthers versus Outlaw Gunslingers. Yeah, just um, something to nil for the Gunslingers. Well, that's a, that's a bold prediction on that one there. Um, I mean, I, I said the Gunslingers will win. I did say yeah, it was minimising the this game. <laughs> so, next one we've got is the Steam again. And it's this time they're playing the, the, uh, the, the slightly newer Pistons. I've gone Steam for this one. Jordan, I'm, I'm guessing you're, you're going. If you're, if you're saying they're going unbeaten until game, uh, until last yeah, game. Yeah, I'm, I'm all aboard the steam train uh, for, until, until obviously we play them. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> I don't, I'm, I'm guessing steam again. Steam versus Pistons. Yeah, it's, it's steam for me, definitely. Um, this, this one could be a close one. It, it's split the vote so far. It's the Wolves versus the Titans. So I've I've gone Titans in this one, Jordan. What have you got? Uh, I've I've gone for the Wolves. Um, sim similarly to to the the Steam, I can I can see the Wolves maybe slipping up to the Steam and ourselves. Uh, but apart from that, I I can see them. You know, if they come with the right squad, um, there's well, they, you know, their usual squad. I I can see them challenging as well. I mean, I've always said this about the Titans, and I get I get rid for it every single time. With the Titans, because they've got such a big squad, it's always going to depend on who turns up for them. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, obviously they've got. If, even if you look at their junior squad, is yeah. absolutely phenomenal, and a lot of those are filtering through and things like that. So yeah, they could come out with an absolutely amazing squad. Yeah, I mean their their offense for this season is you know uh, it pains me because. Um, you know, obviously, we had Adam, Rabano, Jamie Willers, um, Daryl, um, Aaron Tindall and, and Lauren Dean were came to the Gunslingers. Um, and, you know, obviously, some of those are, are fantastic defensive players, but also we got some fantastic offensive players in there. So, Jamie Willers is going to be a massive difference if um, if Adam Rabano can get him the ball. Um the, the downside is that they lost. Uh, they had a player called Chris Sutherland last year, who was a really, really top receiver, um, and he, you know, he was um, he was fantastic for them last year. Uh, but he's moved up to blue, so that that's going to be a miss. But they've now replaced him with Jamie. So, um, you know, Jay, like I said, he's, he's got to get him the ball, um, and um, I think he he could put some um, some serious touchdowns this season. Pod, you're going to be the deciding vote on the prediction so far. Titans versus Wolves, who are you going for? Yeah, uh, Titans for me. I, I think it'll be one of the closer ones, but I think they they've got some real, real quality there, and and I I think they'll just edge them. And then we've got the Wolves again for the next game. It's the Panthers versus the Wolves this time. I've got Wolves. I'm, I'm going for the. The QB or the QB less aspect of a lot of the teams this season. Yeah, Jordan, what, what have you got for this one? Yeah, I've gone for the Wolves as well. Um, like you said, I think um, obviously last last year was the same for the Panthers. Obviously, they you know they were a bit unsure about who was who was going to be under centre. Um, so I think yeah, I think that's um, I think that's going to be a big factor. 
Pod, what have you got with this one? Panthers versus Wolves. Yeah, the same thing. I just think the Wolves are going to be one of the top few teams. I'm expecting them to roll through most of these, the other teams. So yeah. So then, uh, Wolves. Then, then we've got we've got the uh, the next game, which is my pick for the week. It's the Titans versus the Gunslingers. <laughs> I mean, I, this one is like I said. This one could be one of the big games. Obviously. You know each other very, very well, so it's going to be. It's not going to be a case of a surprising like player because you share the same players in a way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've um, got Titans. You've you've stuck true to your team and gone for the. Yeah, we we, we played them in um, we played them last last season, um, and uh, yeah, we won we won thirty three six, and. Uh, yeah, I mean, offensively, I, I think Titans White have, you know, they can they can challenge. Um, defensively, I think sometimes they can they can get a bit um, stuck with sort of trying to break down offenses. Um, and it's you know it's something that I've you know spoke to Adam about and tried to sort of help out where, where I can. Uh, I shouldn't be helping out other teams, uh, but sometimes the uh, the sort of defensive mind just sort of uh, draw, draws me back in, but no, I um, yeah, I think they can get caught defensively, um, and we saw that last season where offensively they, you know, they run some teams close. Um, they almost they almost beat the Nighthawks, um, and but they just yeah, defensively they just couldn't get out of their own head. So um, I think if they can if they can knuckle down in training and work on that. The, that defense, I think um, they'd be close, but um, yeah, obviously I've got a, I've got a back uh, back my boys for uh, for that one. I mean, as long as you're only telling ninety percent of what you know from defense, you've always got to keep that little bit where you can still. Oh yeah, hundred percent. You know, I said to him, you know, if I if I was there, I would help out. You know, on on the actual lineup, but I'm not <laughs> I'm not going to be so. <laughs> So, Pod, you're going to be the, the side in front on this one again. It's Titans versus Gunslingers. It's a it's a split so far. Who are you going for? Yeah, gun, Gunslingers. I think for me, um, I think they'll just be a little bit uh, better organised than that offensive weaponry that they've, as, as Jordan's alluded to, and especially with Joe coming in as well. So, I think I think they'll be too strong. Um, I think Titans will be good. I'd say overall, but I, I just think. The only question would be is how tired you are if you really are that short of players. Um, so that yeah. might be something that will sort of make the game really tight. But I still think Gunslingers will win that one. Then we, then we move back to uh, to Pod's team. Uh, I can't say my team now. It's Raiders versus Raccoons. I mean, I, I've gone for the Raccoons on this one purely in an experienced one. I mean, they've got the talent as well. Obviously, the the unknown aspect is that bit where you, yeah, you know, they could turn up with like an all star squad. And you look at it and go, "Where have you guys come from? How come you know this bit?" <laughs> but I mean, you you going for the same one on this one? The raccoons to win. Yeah, I got I got raccoons on this one. I, I think the um, 
I just think Raccoons have got more more like the experience alone is is gonna is gonna pull through um without even stepping on the field. Um, you know, it's it's a massive, massive difference to playing zero games to playing, you know, what I mean, Pod's played seven hundred and fifty-four games. <laughs> so yeah. that alone, and you, Marcus, as well, you've probably played similar to that as well. So <laughs> and Shad Shad and Luke, so you know, they've so I think, um, yeah, I think I think raccoons on this one. Well, I don't know if he's listening to this one, but I think Luke has probably got the, the longest playing experience I've ever known. I think he started in like '98, and I don't think he's taken the season out. I think he had that one season that he missed an injury, so yeah, like, he's on what, what's that, <laughs> 13 years. Yeah, I think I think that's gonna. I think that's gonna. Um, you know, and I think that's I think that's a game that the Raiders can probably you know. Although they might lose, they might learn a hell of a lot from it as well. Because you know, especially watching what you guys can do on the pitch with that experience as well, I think that'll be um, that'll be a massive help to them, even if they do lose. To be honest, I mean, Pod, I'm, I'm guessing you're going the to, two to, two votes for the raccoons so far. Yeah. You, yeah, you sticking with the raccoons on that on one? The then? Way. So, yeah, like you said. The only unknown really is who is going to be in this other team. It could turn out to be guys who've played for years in some other league and they might be a lot better than we than we realised or they might be a lot more experienced. But, you know, without knowing it, I think we should be able to pull pull that one out quite quite easily. Um, you know, and again, like you said, with the experience, we're set and there's no reason why we should, uh, should not be able to, to win out. And then we've got two more games left. Jordan, this one's your uh, your game of the week on this one. It's the yeah. Gunslingers versus the Wolves. I I'll, I'll, I'll sort of paint a bit of history for you for the for this uh, the reason why I chose this as my game of the week. So starting uh, starting back what was it thirteenth uh, of April two thousand and nineteen was the first time the Gunslingers and the Werewolves faced off. Um, it was a shootout, uh, back and forth all game. Um, we were actually leading 35-28. Adam Rabana scored a touchdown as a receiver, um, which is a shock, I know, because uh, you know he's uh, he's not known for his catching ability. Apologies, uh, uh, Mr. Rabano. Um, and um, the werewolves marched down the field to, to sort of tie the game. Um, they scored with 17 seconds left. They decided to go for two to win the game instead of tying the game, and they missed. They all the receivers ran one way, the QB threw it the other way, um, incomplete, and we, we won. So then moving on to later that season, the 29th of June, <laughs> I've just seen Adam uh, is not happy with that comment. <laughs> um, later that year, we played them 29th of June in Leighton, um, uh, Leighton Buzzard, and it was 33 degrees that day, so it was, it was a slog of a day. Um, we we were win oh sorry, we were losing for the majority of the game. We ended up uh, going level. Nathan Cole scored a deep bomb uh, with Grimrod throwing in the ball. Um, we then scored another one on a full length Nathan run um, to go nineteen thirteen up. And then they were marching down the field with a ball. Um, within sort of thirty seconds to go, Sophie Parsons picks it off with. Uh, on the five-yard line to, to deny them again 
Um, and then, we, like I mentioned earlier, we played them in the final of the um, the charity tournament they hosted before COVID. Um, and funnily enough, we won 14-12 and it was on a last-ditch last, last ditch tackle on fourth down with time expiring to, to finish the game. So, obviously, now I've painted that picture, I've, I've actually chosen the wall because I think that we might have ridden our luck too much uh, <laughs> in those in those three games, having, uh, yeah, uh, a total of 10 points uh, difference in those three games. And uh, I think, um, I don't know why, something, something tells me that we've got some uh, bad karma coming our way in that game. I, I've put you guys down to win. I I'll mean, take it. I'll take it. <laughs> And it's a deciding vote. Pod, it, it's Outlaw Gunslingers versus the Wolves. Who are you picking to win this one? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm going Gunslingers. I, now I've been told that, I'm even more, just stay within the score and they ain't going to beat you, are they? Because <laughs> you're just going to be able to remind them all the time that it doesn't matter. <laughs> Something will go wrong, lads. Something will go wrong. So now, I, yeah. I, again, especially with the revelations we said earlier about who's coming in for you, I think even the good teams, what you've got and the experience you've got is gonna gonna tell. And you've got a very good set of players anyway. And and I think I think you'll just be too much um with the whole experience thing. And obviously you've got the hoodoo sign on them. So let let's see that continue. <laughs> yeah. As uh and I just seen Nathan alluded to in the comments uh where uh, yeah the uh it's been squeaky bum time in every time we've played where and uh yeah, I think uh, I, I personally think we're get, we're going to ride a look too much one one of these days. But as long as it doesn't uh, doesn't happen this season, I'll be fine. Final game that I've got on my list here, and this one, I mean, I think a lot of us going to predict the same way. It's it's the predicted unbeaten later brand new guys, the Elsbarton Raiders. It, it it's it's one of those ones that you kind of you want them to to do well in some of these games and just like prove an absolute shock to them, but you also want them to not if they if they do lose heavily, which this is no offense to the Raiders, it, it's a, a new team, so we're not too sure on them, but you don't want them to lose too heavily where like it comes to week two and they go, you know what, we're not we're not coming back to this. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I completely agree, and I think um, I think the thing with flag football that some people don't tend to understand when I explain it to them is they're like, oh, you play multiple games in a day. Now, you know, that might be nothing to some people. And um, I think, you know, the next morning, it feels like I shouldn't have played multiple games in a day. On the day, it's fine. A couple of paracetamol and uh, usually it's, uh, it's fine. But I think for a new team that's never played before a single game and they've, you know, they've done training, the third, that third game is... Um, Especially with the break as well in between, um, like the games. It, I, I don't mind when it's playing back to back to back. I'm, I'm fine with that because you just keep you just keep the momentum going. But having that break, it's how you recover and then get straight back into it and keep that momentum going. So I think um, I think if it, out of any of the games on the day, I think this is the, the least likely for them to win or have a chance in because it's going to have been a long day for them um, in their first sort of outing. I mean, the, the the 
the time playing is a big factor, and then the, the, the even bigger factor is the fact that they're playing late in Steam. Yeah. It, it's a, I mean, they've got to play, if they're going to continue, they've got to play the big teams like this. Uh, yeah. Pod, uh, there's no point really asking you, is there? Steam versus Raiders, yeah. who's going to win this one? Yeah, Steam. For me, all the way. I, I completely agree with that one. It, it's... I mean, like we said before, because it's a completely unknown thing, it could be one of those ones though, where they turn up with a massive experience squad. They've got 15, 20 players and they're able to run it all fine. Experience tells me that they're going to turn up with, with seven and kind of go, what happened there? I'm not too sure. Yeah. I'm hoping it's, I'm hoping it's the first one. Let's make it a bit more interesting. So there's the predictions in. We've got the game of the week. So Pod's going for the Raccoons versus Pistons. I'm going for Titans, Gunslingers, and you're going for the Gunslingers, Wolves. So, Gunslingers are featuring heavily, hopefully, this week in the uh, in the live coverage. I, I should hope so. We're playing. We've got four games. No. <laughs> so, j- just to give everyone who's listening a little bit of insight on this one, hopefully, I'll be there covering the the game days. We'll be getting a few commentators. On. We'll be doing live coverage. Uh, I've run uh, my son. He d- he's not 100 percent sure on this one yet. But he'll be walking around with another phone, trying to trying to get some more video. Hopefully, we'll be coming back in in a couple of weeks and doing not only predictions and telling us how wrong we were, and the Raiders <laughs> have actually got the Raiders have actually won all three games. <laughs> but hopefully, we'll have highlights. We're going to try and get as much as possible. But you're you're doing stats as well. I know you yeah. love your stats. Yeah, always, always. I'm uh, I'm. I've got it on my list to do to uh, almost go back and have a big admin day and upload all the stats from every season. Um, obviously, I have since we got the website, we've now like sort of migrated the like the previous seasons on there. But um, all the all the historic stuff, I'm going to try and uh, try and get uploaded so that it's uh, you know so we've got it all in one place for for people to look back on. Think and they want to join in. On not obviously playing, obviously that's a bit too late to join in now. But the, the more the the sideline games, we have got a prediction league going. Obviously, we're going to keep track of this one, see who's we're doing that. The, the first week is always the worst one for predictions, especially with like a what like a, a two year break. <laughs> yeah. you, don't, you don't know who's coming in and what's going on. You like yeah. predict the scores. <laughs> but yeah, I'm also hopefully we'll be running through the stats as well and doing players of the week based on stats, and then we're going to show how many. How many extra people we can get on this show? But uh, last question from me, apart from the fact that you've called out Adam Rabano saying you can't catch, and he's <laughs> happens when when he when he when he leads week one in scoring touchdowns as a receiver. I could, I could see it happening. Although uh, he is, uh, I've I've seen the ball that he's going to be using this season, and I'm still a bit skeptical about it. But. Um, um, yeah, I'll, we'll we'll see how that one goes. I'll, I'll leave it. I'll just leave it at that. It's not the it's nerf a... or the whistles, is it? <laughs> it might as well be. <laughs> but there we go, Pod. Thanks for joining us from whatever motorway you're currently on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Not the best signal today. Diamond Logistics is loving the live feed they're getting from you guys now. I don't. I don't know if you're going to get sacked for this in the morning. I'm, I'm... <laughs> If anyone watch, I don't think Jordan's up to join us on this one. 
Thanks very much. And uh, yeah, just yeah, keep uh, keep up to date on the the website outlawflagleague.co.uk, and there'll be uh, power rankings coming out um, this Friday. There'll be a week one preview next week, and then a 2020 sort of season in review, um, sort of capturing. Uh, I know I wasn't sort of too detailed on it, to be honest with you. I uh, kind of forgotten a little bit about it to be honest um i, I did a quick brush up um uh, but yeah there, there'll be a bit more detail on there and um yeah some some posts going into into week one anyway but yeah percy for me it, it's tomorrow we've got the the first and 15 will carry on uh doing our normal thursday night shows and we have the the women's flag league or women's flag football in general obviously they, they haven't got a season until september october time i don't think when it whenever it's going to be so that, that'll be out live tomorrow. And hopefully in, what is it, the 15th of May is, is week one? Yeah, 15th of May, week one. So, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to it. It's, uh, it's, it's going to be good to be back, that's for sure. There you go, 10 days to go until, until we actually see some live football. Um, oh, hang on. I've got one last question. Is there going to be a training session on how the game sheets are expected to be filled in this year? I mean, who's that question for? Is that for me or is that for you? Well, that, that's, uh, that's that's for you. I'm ho I'm hoping that's for me. Um, there's uh, there's one there's one been sent out in the welcome packs. So I expect people to be just filling in score sheets on uh, you know just games that games that they think of in their head just to, just to get that practice in. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't mean this in an offensive way, but Shay is the sort of person who will be practicing filling in uh, score sheets. Hey, I've got, I respect that. That's that's what I want. I've seen some terribly filled out score sheets in my uh, in my time, and obviously I have to enter all the stats myself after a game day. And some people need to go to, back to school and uh, do some handwriting uh, lessons with the red barrel pen, and uh, and definitely need to. People I can imagine doing it would be Shay and Frank from the Panthers. Yeah, they, I, they'd, they'd be sat there with like sheets uh, at work just. Yeah. I'm gonna practice this bit now. Look, things like that get my attention, and uh, that's you know you could potentially win uh, the the man of the year trophy for stuff like that. That's, uh, so, yeah, yeah, he's just making sure that everyone's gonna be doing it right. There we go. Yeah. He's, he's not asking for himself. He's making sure everyone else is doing it right. Power power rankings for man of the year. Shay is he's already he's already at number one. So everyone else needs to uh, pull their finger out. I think. There we go. So said before 10 days till game day we're all ready and raring to go guys thank you once again for joining us and hopefully yeah, we'll be seeing time. everyone on the live coverage as well that wraps up this episode find us on facebook at first and 15 podcast give us a like to keep up with all our shows also check out our sponsor Nuola for all your customized sportswear supplies